0: Hey, stick around to learn 13 different ways you can make money with your podcast. On board, I'm the captain. So climb. Hey, and welcome to episode 15 of the Set Sale podcast. My name is Ross, and today we're going to be talking about different ways you can make money podcasting. And there's a ton of different ways. There's some ways that are, that are good when you're starting out, some that will work much better once you've grown an audience and you have a good, solid listener base, and kind of everything in between. So we'll run through them. And I'll I'll let you know which which ones I use or which ones I might use in the future, and kind of give you uh, my thoughts on that as well. Um, one one cool thing before we get started, I uh, we just got featured on the New York Times, so it's a kind of a nice a nice uh, big big site that just gives us a little extra social proof, so. If you actually go to the the podcast insights homepage, I added a, a little featured in section with some different logos, and I know it's it might be kind of kind of cheesy or whatever, but it um it actually works really well for for social proof for new people coming into the site to know that you know we're not just some random um, blog, you know we've been been mentioned by well known people, and it, it helps people kinda trust trust the site kind of at that first that first initial impression, you know, those first couple seconds matter both online and, and in person. So um yeah, thought I'd just let you know about that. Let's uh let's dive into some of these methods. And the first one I have is affiliate marketing. And what affiliate marketing is is you basically refer products or services and then you get a, a commission or basically like a revenue share for products that people buy through your recommendation. So usually there's a, a tracking link so that those those clicks are, can be basically tracked back to you so that, that the company knows how much to pay you when that customer then goes and per- makes purchase. So I use a ton of different affiliate links um, the, one of the most popular services or websites is amazon.com they have an affiliate program so we use that and then there are also networks you can join one is share a sale or commission junction and those you sign up and then there's basically a marketplace of different uh, different companies and websites that you can then go apply to so I I use ShareASale for a few different a few different companies as well. It's really easy to create like individual tracking links, so you could have a separate a separate tag or link for for the podcast, and then a separate link for for your blog or for certain blog posts, and you can see which ones work well for you. Um, some of that stuff isn't as important if you're small but as you grow having that that tracking is is important so you know what's working you know if you're really taking a business first approach to making money with your podcast and website that go with it and just kind of go with the affiliate marketing piece i use i think i mentioned it in the plugin post but there's a or plugin episode there's a a plugin called pretty links and it lets you create short and memorable links that are easy to say and easy to read on a website. They don't kind of scare people away. And when you click on those, they will then redirect to your tracking link so that you can get credit for, for the sale. So highly recommend Pretty Links. It's a free WordPress plugin there. And I just have one one example that I use for... Um, Oh, I already said I use Amazon a bunch. That's that's a that's a good example for uh, for affiliate marketing. But if you want to find, you know, figure out if a company does this or has a program, I would recommend just searching for company and then affiliate program, or go to their website and then scroll to the bottom. A lot of times they'll have uh, an affiliate sign up or affiliate link thing at the at the bottom where you can sign up. If they have their own program, and then also you can search on Commission Junction, Share Sale, those type type of sites, and search those platforms to see if a company is has a program there. Those are good ways to kind of figure out um, what you can what you can do, or which which ones, which ones you can sign up for. And tons of companies do big big and small. So um, yeah, I would actually. Kind of along those lines, because I actually got this got this question the other day. Is I would recommend um, companies and services and products that align with your your brand and what you're talking about that fit naturally in with your content, and then from after you've decided or talked about those companies, then go and look for an affiliate program from them. And if they have one, great. If not. That's okay too. You mean maybe the next the next company you mentioned will. So that's that's the approach I would take. I wouldn't purposely look for a company to promote because they have a program. I think that kind of is uh not the best best way to do it, in my opinion. So that's a couple little tips around around affiliate marketing. Let's uh let's move on. Next one is sponsors and advertising. And this is a common one. You've heard, you've all heard the Casper mattress ads on various podcasts, and um, they actually created a uh, kind of a, a parody of of everyone making fun of them. They created their own podcast that is literally an ad for Casper. <laughs> so um, I'll uh, I'll try to find the find the link for that and put that in uh, in the section. Actually, if you want to check that out go to set slash 15 and it'll just be under the sponsors and advertising section and then on top of that or in addition uh, with typically you need a larger audience not always but you need a, a certain amount of listeners five to ten thousand listeners per month per, per episode it tends to be a minimum um, for some of the bigger networks which are mid-roll, they're they're probably the most well known one. Another one is Authentic, and there's uh, I know Blueberry has their own network, and some other other podcast hosting companies um, have their own their own networks you can get with as well. You can also reach out to companies individually if you're in a small niche or you know something like that. You can you can personally reach out and ask someone to to advertise and. Sometimes that that works well, especially if you have, you have a smaller audience and maybe they wouldn't wouldn't know about you otherwise. But if you have a small and a really engaged audience, that can be um, really beneficial for both of you. So I know I listened to Michael O'Neill on a solo hour, and he did a uh, what was it an audiophile podcast, and that's kind of a really really niche community and group of people and niche. Kind of group of companies, but the the products are really high price so they they don't need a ton of people to purchase, but they do need to get in front of in front of you know those those interested and active buyers. So that's a good good example of a really small kind of niche market that would work well even with a smaller podcast audience let's move on to the next uh method to monetize and that's with courses so you can create an online course or an in-person course it could be the university type course you name it um but you can teach whatever you're talking about or something related to what you're talking about and offer it to your podcast audience um there's there's lots of lots of examples around that. I personally actually have a uh, course around how to create a podcasting WordPress website. And you can see the the link for that on on the page, show notes page here as well. Next one is services. And this can be this can be anything. It can be like uh done done for you service or done with you type service something that ties in with, you know, your expertise and what you talk about. And one of the, uh, the examples in for myself actually, is I used to do online ads management. So Google AdWords and Facebook ads management. And I used to have a podcast where I critiqued online ads and analyzed them and said what they were doing well, what they're, what they could improve. And then just by showing, I knew what I was talking about and, that I was an expert in, in that industry, people knew that, that if they reached out to me, I was already kind of pre-qualified. I didn't have to kind of sell myself to them on that initial, initial call. So that made it much easier to, uh, get those clients one, but it's also a way to, to kind of get in front of those potential clients because they're going going out maybe trying to learn more about these services and and what how to do it and then they find they find you. So that's just one one example and there's tons of different ones and you can, every every different different industry you can create a a service kind of one-on-one service. The next one is really similar in it's coaching and consulting And I think the big difference between this and services, eh, for the most part, is that with coaching and consulting, you, you don't do the work for them. You know, like I'm not managing the ads for a company. Instead, I would teach someone how to do it and then they would go do it. So that's that's kind of the difference. Um, there's lots of coaches in like the fitness, diet, business industries. You'll see you'll see a lot of those, and those tie in really well with kind of what they're teaching online on their their podcast and blogs. The next method is crowdfunding and donations, and the most common platform, biggest platform, is Patreon. And what's really cool about Patreon is that you can actually create different tiers so people can support you with as little as a dollar and dollar per month or you can have different tiers so if someone wants to pledge five dollars or ten dollars a month you can you can offer them more uh kind of like kind of like kickstarter has there's there's different different tiers and you get more as the more you you pledge so patreon also has a a a separate RSS feed so that people who, who support you and pay can get a, a separate RSS feed that that's only accessible to them. So you could offer a, a paid only podcast. So that could be a podcast without ads, or it could be a, an early podcast. So you release the episodes a day or two early on, on that feed. And there's tons of different, different options. And actually we'll, we'll talk a little bit about more about that in the next, the next uh, method here. So donations kind of goes along with that. Donations probably don't don't necessarily need the same um, tiers and support, but you can just ask people to support you with with donations. Uh, even PayPal has a, a donation button you can create. You could use pretty links and and say your your podcast slash donate, and people could easily get to that link. So that's just one uh, one little example there. And let's let's go on to premium content. So like I said, it ties in with the, the Patreon paid RSS feed, or you can offer additional videos, something like that. So premium content can... It could be behind-the-scenes stuff. Like I said, it could be an ad-free RSS feed, early access RSS feed. You can offer a Q&A with the host. You could offer... Um, like a consulting package once once a month or a live event, you name it. So um, it's really up to you. You can offer physical products if you wanted, and that is another method we'll get down to in uh, in a second. So I actually mentioned uh, in the post here, the Daily Wire is a podcast and and news site that's that's really. Popular. It's a right, we uh, right leaning politically. So you may or may not agree with their their content, but they do offer. Um, they have a great example of premium content where, when you subscribe, you get you get live episodes, you get a a, a Tumblr, you get an ad free version of their website, and what else? You get a video version of the podcast. So kind of a whole package of stuff that you get by spending, I think it's like $10 a month or something. So just, um, yeah, get creative with, with premium content. It's, uh, make it fun for your people. Give them more access to you. That's always, that's just a really, really cool way to, uh, to engage with people and, and kind of get closer to the people who are listening to you. And you can also get get more feedback from them that way. So tons of options. And I think I mentioned this a second ago, but events, you can host a live event. And one example I heard of from uh, Pat Flynn, he did an interview with the creator of the Walker stalker conference. And it's, it was a podcast that was started to talk about the walking dead TV show, but then he created this, this conference and Ended up getting some of the actors to show up, and now they have conferences all over the world. It's every, I think they're like every month or something. They're happening all the time, so it's a it's a big, big event, and it's just a good example of turning a podcast into into really a live event um, company now. At this point, the next uh, oh, also I, there's another option. Another example I have here is Sam Harris has a popular podcast. And he combines Patreon with live events. So when you become a patron of his, you get early access tickets to his live events. So another another creative example there. Next one is physical products. And I mentioned that a second ago too. So you can sell things like t-shirts, mugs, uh, pins. I don't know, notepads, (laughs) you name it. Um, The Generation Y podcast is one of many examples that offers a ton of different products. They also have um, the Generation Y podcast, also has a ton of premium content, Patreon page, stuff like that. You can use sites like Teespring, and I'm sure there's there's other kind of shirt companies where you design your shirt or whatever thing you're selling, and then... You sell it, but you have to get a certain amount of sales before it prints so that way you're not um, you're not stuck with a bunch of stock that you don't that you can't sell if, if people aren't interested or you don't have a big enough audience. It's a good way to, to get started you know they they obviously take a percentage for for that service but it's a really cool way to to get started and just kind of test the waters so uh, check that out. The next uh, way to make money with your podcast is with books. You can create or write a, a book and sell it. Uh, you typically need a larger audience to make this worthwhile. And for the most part, books don't actually make you a lot of money. They just, they just allow you to leverage that into um, future... Speaking gigs and other other things it just kind of uh, raises your credibility. So I wouldn't I wouldn't bank on making a, a ton of money from books, but it's a it's a great way to stand out. And two examples that I have purchased and read are one is from Pat Flynn. He wrote "Will It Fly," and Chris Ducker has a podcast. And he came out with the rise of the upreneur. So fairly recently, those are two examples of podcasters that wrote books. And like I said, you can leverage a book into public speaking, which is our next method to make money. So um, use your, your podcast platform to be found, or maybe to show an example of, of your abilities and, kind of leverage that into speaking gigs. And what I recommend if you've never if you've never spoke publicly before is don't don't try to do it for a ton of money. You know, maybe maybe just try to get a get a hotel or, or attendance for free or something like that. And then as you get more experience, you continue to raise raise your prices. You kind of just have to put in your dues, if you will. But speaking fees easily go up into uh, five and six figures or more, just from one one appearance, um, so really cool way if you like if you like speaking and it's a great way to also kind of let people know about you and your brand and your podcast and get them get them back and it kind of creates a nice uh virtuous circle or flywheel to continue to continue growing and then just uh those are all the methods that I have listed here. And then I just wanted to, to end by saying you can combine methods. You don't have to do just one. Like I said, you can kind of leverage one into the next, into the next. And you know, some, you need bigger audiences for some like affiliate marketing. You can start from day one. If you want, uh, you can sell products early on. If you want, you might not sell a ton, but it, uh, it's definitely possible. And yeah, there's not, there's not really a right, a right or wrong way to make money from your podcast. So I just recommend not not starting a podcast because you because you want to make money. Um, I recommend starting one because you're passionate about something, you want to talk about something, and you wanna kinda of share your knowledge with people. And as a byproduct, you you make money. Oh, and I also so this uh I got a comment. From someone, and they said that I that I overlooked their favorite way to make money, and it's uh, by being paid by a person or organization to host their podcast. So this person is basically a professional radio host. Uh, so they they host a podcast. Let me see. Let me read this. They host a podcast, and the company pays them a monthly fee, and the company picks the guests, supplies some su- suggestant uh, some some questions, sorry. And they serve, he serves as the host and he provides them with the, with the finished podcast. In other cases, you might just be the host and then someone else can edit it and do all that work. And you're just, uh, you're basically the, the paid host. And then another one that, that I heard of too, is to actually be paid by your guests that come on because they're they're using your platform and your reach and your audience uh, basically to promote them themselves or their their new thing, their new book is really common. So, I don't think it's it's um all that all that weird to to pay someone to get on to get in front of their audience. And you don't you don't hear about it a lot, but it's really common in the uh I would say in the radio industry, but also in the blogging kind of online publishing industry, companies will sponsor a, a post and whether I write it or, or they write it, they'll pay me and uh, just to publish it so that they can get in front of the audience that I have. So that's another, another way to make money. Um, like I said, not all of them, might agree with you so that's okay but you you know it's your your business or hobby or whatever whatever you want to want to call it so you are free to do do as you wish um and the market will will let you know if it's working so thanks that's uh that's how to make money with podcasting and just to wrap up i want to uh ask you for a rating and review on iTunes that would help a ton just get the uh, get the word out let people know that other people are listening I know we have about 2,000 downloads but you know people looking looking at the podcast for the first time might might not know that so I'd greatly appreciate if you would leave a rating and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever whatever we're calling it now and we'll see you in the next episode thanks (laughs)